from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you, and welcome back to part two of our show today. And um, we have the honor of talking with a fine gentleman up on the West Coast, up in the Northwest uh, area, Dr. Ray Pete. Uh, Ray Pete has been involved with the in the healing world for just just a very long time, uh, uh, way back in the in the you know in the early '80s, and uh, doing work with uh, progesterone and hormones. And uh, he's a PhD in uh, nutrition, and uh, just a wonderful website is raypete.com. He has all kinds of articles. Oh, he, has, he has a forum that you can get involved with. Um, and um, very, very well researched. We have a lot of respect for him. And uh, uh, he had, he talked about the regenerative processes on an evolutionary perspective. And, um, and then his work with hormones had just been kind of, you know, the real deal, the real deal. Dr. Ray Pete, uh, good morning to you, sir. Thanks for coming on our show. Good morning. Yeah, nice, nice to have you here. We just talked to a doc, kind of a very natural guy, and uh, he does blood work, you know, and he looks at uh, different blood. Uh, he did it before and after being with people who had been vaxxed. And, you know, he actually, he, he never was much of a the idea of shedding, but he actually could tell some different um, energy released in the blood for some people who are around vaccinated people and I'm wondering, from your perspective, if simply the energetics on a spiritual level or the fear or something like that could create things that we could see in a microscope on blood, wouldn't have to be some kind of a physical thing being transferred? Um, we're all emitting pheromones or chemical transmitters on the emotional level, uh, sex attractants, for example, uh, and uh, probably uh, fear signals. Fear signals. Uh, uh, and uh, the, the whole country under the propaganda about uh, the pla- uh, pandemic, uh, I would imagine uh, the uh, fear uh, chemical signals are uh, very concentrated. So there's there's a wide variety of results that these fear things could have. Even we could pick up from somebody else. Or? Uh, uh, definitely, uh, they've been studied a lot in insects to use <laughs> as bait in trans uh, 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 to, to use with insecticides, basically. But uh, <laughs> they have found out that. A signal, a single molecule, uh, acts as a, a radio transmitter apparently, uh, because uh, when the pheromone molecules, say from a female insect, mm-hmm. are covering a space of hundreds of yards or even miles, the molecules can't be any closer together than, uh, say, maybe a, a meter between 
molecules uh, and uh, there's no way you could tell uh, directionality uh, from uh, just uh, running into the occasional uh, molecule. Uh, there would be nothing you could define easily as a gradient. So, uh, 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 and so uh, uh, they uh, think the sensor uh, cells are tuned like an antenna uh, to receive uh, the the signals. Uh, every molecule is uh, absorbing uh, infrared energy and emitting. Uh, 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 the the same, more or less the same uh, type of energy, uh, with some uh, a modification. Uh, the signals are complex enough to, to carry information, uh, uh, and the, the uh, uh, shape of the antenna of the insect. Uh, if you've looked at them up close, a moth. Uh, has this uh, branch sort of fern like uh, 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 like a, a sword shape but with uh, uh, side side branches and those seem to be uh, uh, what are tuned uh, to the direction of the electromagnetic signal uh, and uh, uh, humans don't have uh, that extreme sensitivity but uh, we, we do have nerve receptors uh, in uh, the olfactory system uh, that definitely connect uh, to our uh, motivational and hormonal system. Wow. So, so, like, um, uh, so like in the case of a bee or something, and if the bee would get into fear over something, and they would... They would put out molecules for the other bees to to know that you don't want to go over there, or and that's how they communicate. So these molecules are actually physical, even though the fear may be more of a invisible mental or spiritual thing for the bee. Uh, uh, yeah, they're uh, they could be transmitting signals from bee to bee because when a bee gets back to the hive with new information hmm. uh, they uh, uh, get together and uh, 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 dance in a certain way yeah. uh, they've uh, uh, determined that somehow they're transmitting uh, information during that dance uh, and that includes a very detailed spatial directions uh, exactly how far to go in exactly what direction. Wow. Uh, and uh, the, uh, uh, it, it's a, a matter of judgment that the bees that are receiving the information uh, have to believe that it makes sense. They don't always uh, take a message uh, for fact. Uh, for, for example, uh, experimenters uh, put the honey bait at different locations and found that uh, the scout bees would uh, give an accurate description of it uh, and uh, in some cases they put it on the opposite side of the lake uh, and uh, the bees would 
be okay with crossing the lake uh, in the right direction to find the honey. <laughs> but uh, they then put the honey on a rowboat out in the middle of the lake, uh, and the bee found that and went back and reported it, and the uh, hive bees just wouldn't leave it. They wouldn't leave it. Wow. Some people speculate that the idea of organic honey probably is pretty true. I think they have standards in New Zealand. I think you have to have no no chemicals within five miles or something. But would it be possible that most honey would be organic because the bees are smart enough not to eat from chemical plant stuff? Uh, uh, no, no they, can, they can be tricked and poisoned. Can they, they can be tricked and poisoned. Yeah. So um, back to the shedding, this idea that we could transfer maybe some kind of uh, toxic material or some toxic energy from somebody who has been injected with these these things. Um, so this could go on energetically with people depending on what they believe or don't believe about the person or are the are the the potential of doing this? I, I, I think, uh, like bees, we are somewhat intelligent about how we in, interpret the message. The information. Received. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Pfizer researchers, in their manual uh, to the uh, people doing the testing before it was approved, uh, warned not to... Uh, let uh, the vaccinated people uh, be in close contact with uh, pregnant or breastfeeding women. Really? Uh, they, they understood that uh, the damage could be communicated uh, f- from the vaccinated person if they were in close contact. But these are kind of science, uh, if, if it's not physical, it doesn't exist, but, but they understand the energetics of this stuff, obviously, right? Uh, they must, gen- right? Generally, when you say an energetic uh, biologist stop being uh, scientific, uh, uh, there has been lots and lots of research uh, for more than 100 years hmm. uh, uh, demonstrating uh, radiant communication uh, uh, ultraviolet uh, and infrared uh, wavelengths communication uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, many different kinds of energy uh, magnetic mm-hmm. as well as electromagnetic uh, and uh, still uh, it's a very uh, unpopular area of research uh, scientist could ruin his career by (laughs) trying to publish something on it. Yeah, so you get out there in in Weeboo land, La La land, and some of the, most of the scientists, they they get frightened. They don't want to mess with it. It's just too, Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Yeah, Yeah. uh, in 1968, (laughs) when I visited some uh, researchers in in Russia, uh, uh, one of them uh, gave me a, a reading list uh, that uh, included uh, some extremely important uh, 
uh, electromagnetic studies that show uh, a steady, more or less steady electro, uh, uh, magnetic field can communicate uh, so that uh, just the seepage of water through the ground uh, creates uh, enough current that uh, uh, there's a detectable uh, uh, or, or a sensible uh, uh, magnetic field uh, uh, that water dowsers can use. That's how uh, they find out where the water is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that has been tested by uh, burying wires and then running very weak currents through the wire. Mm -hmm. So I guess it could be um, conjectured then all species in a sense are communicating with all other species on pretty much all the time. Hmm? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, hmm. if, if a molecule uh, can emit a, a meaningful directional hmm. attractive signal, mm -hmm. uh, then uh, the whole animal is uh, emitting uh, similar uh, amounts of energy. Uh, so it's uh, 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 such a small amount of energy that uh, the standard uh, science doctrines about what an organism is, what a cell is, uh, just say that that's not possible. It, uh, 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 random uh, uh, signals would overwhelm it so that you don't have any possibility of sorting out the signal, mm -hmm. but uh, the, the sorting and detecting uh, uh, processes are uh, not following uh, the standard biological uh, uh, dogma about how information is transmitted. Mm -hmm. So, as you said, all various ways, uh, magnetic, uh, electromagnetic, uh, uh, telepathically, uh, it's just going. We're we're just communicating all the time with all things. We must. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. We uh, must. Did you ever hear of uh, Andrea Puharic or mm. Henry Puharic? No, Puharic. Uh, no. Uh, he uh, uh, was doing military and CIA uh, research in telepathy. Wow. And uh, wrote a couple very interesting books. Uh, clearly demonstrating the, the, the uh, extrasensory uh, 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 communication. Mm -hmm. And I think there's plenty of um, uh, evidence to suggest that people who are in fear of something, you know, like a snake or something, and they're really afraid, can have experiences with them. I mean, there's no accidents, right, with that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, or really want to hurt some kind of species and and not have a good experience with it. <laughs> you know, we we live out here in uh, um, in, Drip, in Dripping Springs, out in the country, twenty five years, and you know, there's 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 sheriff snakes around here. But I've always kind of talked to him, Doc, and said, you know, I don't want to hurt you, and and I do, I don't never want to hurt him, and and you just you know, just do whatever you want, and we'll just get along. And you know, I think I've seen. One snake in twenty-five years? Just even seen one? Uh, I, you know, yeah, you just don't. I don't see them. You know. Uh, when I worked in the woods, uh, uh, 
usually there were two or three of us uh, mm-hmm. about a hundred yards apart uh, crisscrossing the woods mm. and uh, the people on on my group uh, they in typical day would see one or two rattlesnakes yeah and during uh, all of the seasons all of the summers that I worked in the woods I never saw one you never saw one you never saw one so you you just had this internal kind of a feeling how did you how did you relate to them did you even think about relating to them before that or not relating to uh, them uh, um, no but no. Uh, uh, growing up on the desert I had seen plenty of snakes a, a lot of close up snakes <laughs> so you know you didn't you didn't Snake experiences, right? Uh, yeah, well, when I was uh, <laughs> three, uh, my family was uh, walking around in a brushy part of the uh, uh, Southern California desert, and uh, my brother uh, started through a little hole in the brush uh, and uh, backed up and said, there's a snake in there, uh, and uh, uh, that was the only uh, way through the thicket of brush. Uh, and uh, I said, here's a handful of sand through it in its size. It worked. Uh, it turns out that experienced uh, snake handlers uh, use that trick because uh, the uh, nictitating membrane, uh, the uh, third eyelid, uh, reflexly closes uh, when they feel uh, sand hitting its face. Uh, and and so they just close their eyes and uh, uh, leave leave the area. Uh, uh, they couldn't uh, strike because they had their eyes closed. Yeah, their eyes closed, and they just leave. They said, "Let's, yeah, yeah, let's leave here." Before we take questions in a break, I want to ask you uh, your opinion. I was listening to a, I think National Public Radio, and you know. Uh, enough said about you know what their motives may be for these kind of things but they did a whole story on how genetics you know is going to be the thing right this is what they really are beginning to push this idea of genetics and if we can control the genes then we can control disease and you know life will be better right and they had a story about a woman who had some kind of stomach cancer gene and she actually chose to take out her entire stomach so she wouldn't get Stomach cancer, right? Uh, to do what to her stomach? She took out her entire stomach so she oh, wouldn't oh. get stomach cancer because she had this alleged stomach cancer gene. Uh, oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. So, what's your opinion of this genetic stuff? Is there anything? T- there's nothing to this, is there? Really, this uh, substance? M- much, much less than they are claiming. Uh, uh, all of their uh, uh, claims and experiments uh, g- go wrong uh, and do uh, untold harm uh, rather than uh, any slight benefit. Uh, uh, if you uh, insert a gene, uh, uh, take out a bad gene, or, or put in put a, in a good DNA, one, so uh, uh, yeah, it changes the whole system unpredictably. Mm. Uh, uh, the cell doesn't operate uh, uh, in a reductionist way. Uh, uh, you've upset the, the whole nature of, of the being uh, when you change 
just one part of the DNA. And there are different genes. There was a, this famous movie star had her breast taken off because she had the breast cancer gene, that thing, kind of thing. But what would they be an indication of? Do you suspect we all have these genes if you looked hard closely enough? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, that gene uh, 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 also they uh, recommend taking out the uterus uh, as well as the breast. Wow. But, but it can uh, cause other tissues uh, uh, to be unstable. Uh, and uh, so uh, you can uh, remove uh, everything that could possibly be uh, unstable and uh, develop in the cancer, but uh, then, then uh, some uh, other factors are going to be uh, noticing that your body is all fragmented uh, and uh, just taking off uh, some part of your body it has uh, unpredictable effects. Sure. And then why would these little snips even be in some people and not others? Could it be things from mom and dad or grandpa or grandpa that are just kind of still hanging around? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the uh, habits of the family mm-hmm. are heritable. Uh, uh, the the uh, eating rituals, mm-hmm. uh, the... the uh, uh, popular foods, national uh, uh, foods, uh, uh, so that uh, uh, given families uh, will uh, uh, sometimes uh, be eating the same uh, meal generation after generation. But it, it's in no way a, an indicator of something that you're going to get, right? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, not not in a a very predictable way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would it be, an indi- like in the case of this stomach or breast cancer, could that be used to maybe, I don't know, for any benefit, knowing that whatsoever? Uh, uh, that you had like a stomach or a breast cancer gene like this movie star had? I mean, does it mean anything? Um, uh, no, it might mean that you have a special sensitivity uh, to uh, uh, certain uh, things in the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the fact that the uh, disease caused by a gene typically uh, takes many years to develop, uh, like a person in their 30s uh, uh, advised to have their breasts and uterus removed. Uh, uh, what has been happening uh, in uh, all of these 20 or 30 years with no cancer. Uh, and uh, if you see that you have the gene that they incriminate, uh, all you have to do is change your diet, uh, avoid polyunsaturated mm-hmm. fat, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe uh, use aspirin. Uh, you can identify the pathways leading from the gene to, to the cancer and along that pathway uh, during the decades uh, when you don't have the cancer uh, there are all sorts of things you can do to change the way you develop interesting yeah it's a very positive way to look at it like like something 
Really kind of good. Yeah, we're we're always uh, modifying our uh, development, uh, either deepening the rut we're in, <laughs> or, or, per- or getting out of it. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's a good argument for in many cases to let things be and let the body heal because isn't that, Dr. Pete, what it wants to do is heal? It's always trying to get back in the balance? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes the rev is so deep uh, you're, yeah. you're not trying very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Dr. Ray Pete is with us. Stay right there, sir. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We have a lot of great, interesting emails and we're going to get to them all and we're going to do it after this little word from a couple people that we promote. Previously with Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been corrupted coming into your body. Like the ginseng is a super important example of that. You know, when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents, it has a, it has a strange effect with um, ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over-processing it, but putting it in really aggressive alcohols, what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic. Naturally, it's androgenic. It's going to basically protect the telomeres and and add life to the body and and protect the genetic replication of the cells. But it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the, the male hormones in the body. But if you incubate it in a really aggressive alcohol, it flips those to become estrogenic. Now, estrogens, phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance, but you really don't want that with your ginseng, especially if you're getting like a really high quality, a really old root, something that's very special. You want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer. Just a short clip from Brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng, just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon, and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. And this little device also from Mr. Um, oops, I don't want to do that. This also from, uh, <laughs> I think I can do it here. I had it. No. The Blue Shield, I had it here, and then I lost it. Hold on a second, let me find it. Uh, Brandon uh, does Shen Blossom, and he has a wonderful website. Go on Shen Blossom through OneRadioNetwork.com if you care to. And just check it out and see what they have for you. Uh, Hoshu Wu, uh, medicinal mushrooms, um, some great uh, uh, protein, protein powders. Some of the main ingredients in those are um, um, bamboo. Have you ever seen? Yeah, bamboo. Other than a, we take a better choice, perhaps, than a, um, mm, you know, than, than maybe whey or something. Might be easier to digest. And... Uh, and then he does this also, this line called Blue Shield. Listen. We're talking with Brandon Amalani, and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the, the cube essentially sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in this in the environment. Uh-huh. And when Blue Shield's 
introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment, and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving the EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count, and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. So essentially what's happening is the body is basically renormalizing and reallocating immune power to the body, and it makes the body stronger and more well-regulated. Good job, Brandon. That's an excellent explanation of how this technology works. It's called the Cube, the Blue Shield. See the ad on the front page. Use promo code 1RADIO for a 10% discount. Get yourself one. Take care of the whole house. That's Blue Shield right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed, they're really nice, and uh, they go out about 90 yards, and, um, you know, you'll take care of the dogs out in the backyard, too. Help the dogs to withstand any kind of cell phone towers. So that's Blue Shield, OneRadioNetwork.com. On the third Monday of the month, we have the honor of talking to Dr. Ray Pete, uh, a Ph.D. in uh, biology, uh, University of Oregon, specializing in physiology, He taught at the school, University of Oregon, Urbana College, Montana State University, National College of Naturopathic Medicine, uh, Universidad in Valdecruzanza, Universa in, uh, I I cannot pronounce, in Mexico. Uh, Wait a minute. I don't know my audio streams are. Let's see. Two audio streams going? Well, not really. Um, So... Very interesting fellow that we have the uh, the honor of talking to, uh, Dr. Ray Pete. Dr. Pete, uh, can you uh, conjecture of the difference between what's being talked like and uh, like you did in naturopathic school way back when and today? Uh, 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 have they uh, have they progressed a lot and with their vision and awareness of natural healing? Do you think? Uh, uh, no, I, I, I think the peak of uh, naturopathic thinking was probably a little over a hundred years ago. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, they've, uh, to, to uh, gain acceptance, uh, they, they have accepted a lot of uh, conventional orthodox medical ideas. Mm-hmm. They, they take the same uh, basic courses uh, and uh, uh, I, I think of uh, 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 underdeveloped uh, the energetic uh, uh, understanding of the organism. Mm-hmm. The, the, the holistic part has been uh, uh, submerged quite a bit by by uh, making themselves uh, acceptable to uh, the society that's uh, trained uh, to think in terms of uh, uh, drug curing a uh, uh, disease. I understand. So even the, like the Bastyr Colleges, and I think that's one of the biggest ones, isn't it, Dr. Pete? Naturopathic Colleges, they've somehow got the energy of big pharma or conventional wisdom embedded in them over the years. Uh, 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 yeah, just the, 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 anyone growing up uh, has it built deeply into them that uh, hmm. uh, uh, sickness uh, uh, can often be cured by a very specific uh, 
chemical. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the old homeopathic uh, idea was largely a uh, 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 scientific, holistic uh, uh, understanding uh, that uh, your uh, uh, defensive reactions, your uh, uh, immune system, in a general sense, uh, that uh, uh, these need to be treated in a very intuitive, uh, holistic manner, uh, look at, looking at the whole organism uh, uh, rather than just the, mm -hmm. the sickness. The parts. And from a homeopathic standpoint, um, are there are there better ways, and there must be the best ways to to kind of discern what is the um, most uh, beneficial remedy for somebody? I, I think a lot of it is uh, uh, in intuition. Intuition? Uh, uh, some mm -hmm. people just naturally, uh, 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 like a dog or a uh, 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 cat, uh, can uh, sometimes sense that a, a person is developing, uh, for example, epilepsy. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a dog can... Uh, sometimes warn its uh, uh, owner that uh, they're about to experience an attack hmm. uh, uh, or detect the presence of a tumor and so on. Uh, uh, and a good practitioner uh, uh, starts out with uh, that general uh, openness to who they're dealing with yes. uh, uh, and wor works from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you really have to get the right remedy, don't you, in general, to have some real benefit, just the right remedy? Uh, uh, yeah, but the, the right uh, uh, remedy, uh, uh, many different things. Uh, when you're looking at the, uh, the organism as a whole, uh, uh, you hmm. find that you can uh, shift the, the internal balance uh, by little bits of ah. uh, action in different directions. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, different people can use different uh, uh, herbs or uh, uh, minerals to, to uh, achieve the same purpose of balance. Interesting. You know, so there's no magic bullet kind of thing for anything. There's no, right, yeah. Uh, in general, yeah. yeah. In general, yeah. Okay, let's get to some emails for you. So we have lots. When I press down on my foot, writes Robert, on the skin on my feet or calves, it leaves an imprint very easily, and that imprint stays noticeable for a very long time. Uh, would you know what the cause of this might be even after holding the steering wheel in my car? This is a very significant mark. They, same thing happens when I press down on my fingertips. Skin doesn't bounce back. So that's is that kind of like an edema thing going on? Or? Uh, in the case of the fingertip, mm -hmm. uh, uh, older people, uh, uh, the tissues, uh, uh, there, there's more connective tissue uh, than uh, uh, juicy, uh, vigorous cells in any part of the body, probably the, the, the organism is drying up. If you uh, start with a, a fertilized ovum, 
uh, with a, about a 92% water content. Uh, if you follow all the way uh, through to old age uh, of uh, newly formed tissue, from uh, 92%, uh, you uh, with maturation, you're getting drier and drier. Uh, and uh, uh, with aging, there's a, a continuous uh, dryness hmm. of the tissues. Uh, and uh, so it's literally a degree of dehydration. Uh, there, there just isn't the trigger pressure of your uh, uh, tissues to push push your uh, skin finger back into position. Uh, it, uh, it, it takes longer. Uh, and uh, if with an animal, uh, if you uh, pull up a piece of skin on the back of the animal, uh, uh, same thing as the dent in your finger that doesn't spring back right away. The, uh, you pull up a flab of tissue uh, uh, on his back, uh, a young animal uh, skin pops right back into place. Hmm. On the old animal, uh, a peak of skin uh, takes may- maybe 10 seconds to uh, work its way back into place. So it's this idea of what's called aging is a, a, a dryness. Uh, yeah. A dryness, kind of a, in Ayurveda, I think it's more of a vata, V-A-T-A, it's a dry, right? Dryness kind of things in elderly. And so then that would be, would that be a recommendation then for more water on oil? And uh, uh, no, no, no? Uh, that really, really doesn't help anything. The uh, factor that regulates uh, the water content uh, is partly the uh, the ratio of, of uh uh, connective tissues uh, and the type type of connective tissue uh, as the uh, glycoprotein content uh, decreases uh, the tissue has less water uh, if you get too much glycoprotein as in hypothyroidism uh, that causes edema hmm. and that causes a different type of uh, uh, you, you can it, a persistent pressure will squeeze the water out of the tissue, uh, and uh, the, the uh, uh, it, it, if if it uh, takes a long time to come back, uh, uh, that's uh, 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 partly because uh, you've uh, uh, worked the water out of the. Uh, uh, glycoproteins that uh, tend to make the tissue plump. Uh, 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 hypothyroid skin tends to look young and plump, uh, but it's because it's uh, being retained hmm. in this uh, soggy connective tissue. Uh, but, but it's uh, a, a different shift uh, that causes the c- continuing dehydration with, with age. Uh, and uh, to get the cells uh, uh, back to a normal uh, uh, plumpness, uh, you have to energize them uh, and uh, uh, accelerate the renewal uh, process w- w- without uh, uh, developing uh, tumors. Uh, a tumor 
a fast-growing tumor is very wet, returns to about 90% water content. So you don't want to just mindlessly increase the wetness. Hmm. You want to have it in a deliberate, organized way, raising the energy back to, say, when you're 25 years hmm. old, you've got lots of energy. ATP, yeah, both the right amount of glycoprotein relative to collagen. Uh, to to uh, create the connective uh, tissue moisture, uh, but uh, lots of ATP being formed in cells to renew the cells uh, and to renew them uh, at a, a, a proper uh, hydration state. And then, so then, how do we how do we energize the cells and get the, the and what are what are sources of glycoproteins? Oh, uh, uh, good, good energy is what makes the right amount of glycoprotein. Good energy, the chi uh, or yeah. the, the, the prana, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, estrogen hmm. has the, the uh, cell-renewing effect, but uh, it, you have to be very cautious with uh, the effects of estrogen because uh, it will hydrate the cell very quickly. Uh, and cause it to start growing, uh, but uh, that has to be under uh, uh, the control of, of differentiating uh, things like progesterone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a thyroid, uh, with proper oxidation, uh, uh, what's missing with estrogen is uh, oxidative energy. Uh, with, with thyroid and uh, adequate vitamin A, uh, you can increase your uh, hydration and cell renewal. Uh, In in the skin, uh, if you're deficient in vitamin A, estrogen uh, dominates and will create sort of a a dandruff condition. Uh, but when uh, vitamin A is adequate, it suppresses estrogen and increases the renewal and maintenance of cells in the moist state. Uh, under estrogen, uh, you, you get moistness, but a thinning of, of the actual vital skin. It prematurely turns uh, to the keratinized uh, uh, layer. Same thing uh, in your mouth when, when you are vitamin A deficiency. The keratinization uh, makes the little white lumps uh, on the cervix hmm. uh, of the uterus. Uh, same thing, uh, uh, leukoplakia uh, uh, from overgrowth of the uh, uh, superficial keratin. Uh, keratinized cells uh, and uh, if you get your vitamin A up uh, the skin becomes thicker uh, and uh, re- re- renewing itself uh, at a better rate but staying uh, 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 vital 
uh, and functioning uh, in a multicellular layer instead of prematurely uh, reaching that dry uh, wow. keratinized state. So what are some high vitamin A foods and do you ever recommend supplementing with vitamin A? Uh, uh, yeah, if, if you're uh, deficient in vitamin A, you can see uh, very quick effects. Hmm. Uh, every time I uh, had cavities filled uh, up to, uh, when I was 11, 16, uh, 29, something like that, each time I developed leukoplasia uh, on my cheeks, uh, and uh, by the third time I had identified that as the uh, vitamin A deficiency from the radiation. Oh, from the x-rays. Uh, and, from the x-rays. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, and I found that uh, it totally cleared it up in, in about three days to supplement a, a lot of vitamin A. Hmm. Uh, and uh, knowing the similarity of uh, mouth leukoplakia uh, to cervical leukoplakia, I, I told many women about uh, that effect, and, and they had been diagnosed as having a precancerous condition uh, that required uh, colonization or uh, other surgery. But uh, just using a, a supplement of vitamin A, uh, the next time they went to the doctor, uh, they had no no abnormal tissue on their cervix. High, and high vitamin A foods? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, eggs, eggs? Uh, liver, uh, milk and cream. Oh, our faves. Yeah. Good stuff. That's interesting. Milk and cream and liver and eggs. Dr. Pete mentioned on a recent show that he had experimented with a lower protein diet and eats oatmeal now. Is this entirely due to health reasons, um, lower methylene, tryptamine, or cysteine, or is it because he anticipates hard time with food shortages and more expensive animal uh, protein? Yeah. And uh, also something like uh, oatmeal would also be good to store in cases of shortages, I guess. Uh, yeah, for, for years and years, uh, I've been thinking of, of uh, the, the pro-aging effect of uh, uh, methionine, cysteine, mm-hmm. tryptophan. The protein uh, and uh, meat. Uh, meat. Yeah, yeah. And, and ultimately, uh, uh, most of the other uh, amino acids, uh, if you uh, limit your protein, uh, you're going to drastically uh, extend your uh, uh, average or expected mm-hmm. uh, uh, lifetime. Really? Really? <coughs> That's interesting. So limit would be just depending on the individual, but having meat now and again as opposed to every day, that kind of an idea? Uh, uh, it, it has to uh, suit your metabolic rate. Mm-hmm. And with, with aging, uh, the same thing that uh, causes dehydration to develop, uh, at the same time you're slowing your metabolic rate, uh, it's the energy production that retains moistness in the tissues Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, that uh, uh, high metabolic rate is what you need the protein for Uh, and so as your uh, metabolic rate slows uh, then you're more at risk of uh, uh, suffering from the toxic effects of too much 
of methane and cysteine. And I see. So if your if your thyroid was not functioning properly, you that would be a clue that you could suffer from too much protein. Uh, uh, yeah, oh. uh, uh, and uh, it just it took me years mm-hmm. uh, to uh, get around to actually uh, trying that. But uh, within two or three days, I noticed my uh, temperature rising, so I didn't need as much supplemented thyroid. Oh, um, and your temperature was rising because? I kind of missed that part. Because if you were eating the protein? Uh, eating more carbohydrate. Oh, more eating more carbohydrate, and your temperature is going up? Uh, yeah, uh, without as much supplement. I'll be. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, question for Dr. Pete. My teen daughter gets severe acne before her period. She doesn't eat salads. She eats uh, low poofas and already takes thyroid and progest E. Um, what can we do to help her not have the acne for period time? Uh, um, uh, thyroid is the main thing. Uh, uh, but uh, the right amount of vitamin A to uh, help keep the estrogen uh, under control is very important. Uh, uh, getting off carbohydrate. And for her getting off carbohydrates? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, fruit juices mm-hmm. uh, have anti inflammatory uh, things. The uh, flavonoids uh, are. Uh, protective against the effects of estrogen. Mm -hmm. James writes in, I'm improving my health over time using your pro-metabolic principles. However, decades of being hypothyroid have caused me to look at the world through fear. How would you recommend breaking free from fear? Uh, uh, (laughs) Surprisingly, uh, uh, progesterone uh, and thyroid hormones uh, can very quickly uh, break a person out of that uh, uh, self-limiting uh, fear. Okay. Um, if a person is having regular, irregular pulse, and both in quotes, and even transient ischemic attacks, is there anything that can be done to prevent a stroke? Uh, uh I've had friends uh, that were experiencing uh, the tension ischemic attacks, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, th- their doctors were telling them uh, to uh, avoid vitamin K and foods that contain vitamin K. Uh, and uh, I, I recommended that they have their actual vitamin K and clotting factors measured. Uh, and uh, uh, vitamin A, uh, vitamin K uh, uh, can can be measured as well as the uh, clotting factors that it regulates. Uh, and there are two anti-clotting factors, uh, protein C and protein S, uh, that the liver produces under the influence of vitamin K. Uh, and uh, uh, in a vitamin K deficient person. They are also deficient in those anti-clotting factors. Uh, and uh, the uh, people who uh, uh, ignored their doctor's uh, diet recommendations to uh, avoid vitamin K foods 
and and who actually supplemented vitamin K, uh, brought their proteins S and C back up to normal and stopped having the attacks. Really? Isn't that curious? Very interesting. Could you ask Dr. Pete about leaky capillaries? How can this be prevented in the elderly, and what can be done to heal them? Leaking capillaries. Especially keeping your cortisol and estrogen levels low and under control. And pregnenolone and progesterone and a small amount of DHEA. Uh, are the direct uh, ways to uh, toughen your your capillaries. Oh, that's where you talked about those two combo of uh, pregnenolone and DHEA, and that toughen, mm-hmm. that toughens them up a bit. Uh, yeah, and uh, progesterone. Oh, and the progestine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's someone, Doctor Pete, who has a unusually high number of varicose veins, spider veins. A uh, young man, early 30s, uh, doesn't eat any grains or processed food. Uh, what supplements or things could we do for this? Uh, to uh, uh, start with, uh, uh, lots of carbohydrates, hmm. adequate amount of protein uh, of high quality, uh, milk, uh, uh, and uh, uh, other vitamin A rich foods or supplement vitamin A. Mm-hmm. So when you say lots of carbohydrates, that would be, what is that, fruit and either grains? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, potatoes? The carbo- or that's a starch, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, a good carbohydrate. That's good. Huh? Mm-hmm. Hi, Dr. P. What are your thoughts on the polyphenols in foods like blueberries? You speak highly of antioxidants and orange juice. But are the blueberries polyphenols also protecting or can be a problematic? Uh, uh, no, in themselves, the polyphenols are uh, extremely beneficial. But uh, with certain berries, uh, uh, you unavoidably get the seeds. Uh, and the seeds usually have some plant defensive chemical uh, that produces uh, uh, inflammation. Uh, so if you chew up the seeds of a berry or, or, or cook them, uh, uh, you ex- extract some of these uh, harmful uh, factors from the seeds. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Thomas um, from Sweden. Oh, and let's see. I wonder if it's okay to pressure cookie rights those white button mushrooms or otherwise use a lid during the cooking process since I don't really have any good ventilation for removing those unhealthy things being released in the cooking process. Uh, uh, no, the, uh, uh, the, the pressure cooker has a, a pressure release uh, so you, you uh, uh, get rid of the, the toxins in, in the air and uh, should uh, ventilate your your kitchen uh, while they're cooking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you like you like mushrooms because of um, let's see fiber, right? Kind of fiber. Uh, yeah, right? they're they're very good for fiber, mm-hmm. but they contain antibiotics uh, and uh, 
anti-cancer agent. Hmm. Most all mushrooms? Uh, uh, pretty much any kind of, of the edible mushroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel writes in for Dr. Pete on this uh, Monday, the 16th of May. We're live here. Could you please ask Dr. Pete what happens if progestee is not taken in sufficient quantity since it draws estrogen out of the tissues, will it cause a temporary estrogen dominance until it is cleared from the body? And what happens if the liver is unable to detoxify it? Uh, 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 No, the the progesterone uh, uh, detoxifies uh, the uh, estrogen in the cell. Uh, It it inhibits aromatase production of estrogen. Mm -hmm. Uh, It inactivates estrogen receptors and it uh, promotes the addition of glucuronic acid and sulfuric acid to the estrogen molecule, making it water-soluble uh, right in uh, any cell where it's uh, uh, both uh, experiencing estrogen excess and experiencing the effects of of progesterone uh, so uh, you have detoxified it before it hmm. even leaves the affected cells uh, and once it's detoxified and in the bloodstream it has no estrogen effects uh, and uh, being water soluble uh, leaves through the kidneys uh, without further processing Dr. P what could be going on um, I don't know big picture for humans or evolutionary wise why a little bit of this progestes that you recommend just a dab is is good what do we how did we create this situation do you can you theorize uh, oh uh, it's uh, part of the reason that uh, progesterone is is associated uh, with uh, pregnancy uh, is that it is a general uh, protective uh, hormone. Uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it opposes the uh, weakening uh, and inflaming effects of estrogen. Uh, uh, the uh, process of starting a new life uh, starts with uh, erasing uh, all of the uh, previous information of the uh, parent organisi- or organism hmm. uh, and that's the function of estrogen is to uh, use inflammation and stimulation of cell division uh, to uh, start uh, with a fresh uh, clean slate uh, and uh, after this uh, period of, of er- erasing and starting over then to proceed to produce a proper organism you need to be flooded with progesterone hmm. and so we a woman experiences a spike of estrogen for a day or two every month and after that has allowed an ovum to uh, mature and be fertilized and implant, uh, then uh, progesterone takes over with these uh, 
about a thousand times more progesterone influence than estrogen wow. when when we start off on a new life and so it's during pregnancy it's stabilizing against all kinds of stress keeps the blood sugar steady the oxygen steady a delivery of of all of the nutrients stabilized by adequate progesterone uh, and uh, so, so the, the pregnancy is is the crucial uh, time when absolute defense uh, through progesterone uh, is uh, essential. But at all other times, uh, like in a man's brain uh, uh, during stress, uh, uh, progesterone is our our basic protective uh, anti-stress factor uh, all tissues in both sexes hmm. for this whole idea of are we reacting to stressful situations fear anxious worry it just uh, really no telling the effects on the body is there it's just phew, pretty uh, uh, profound uh, pretty profound uh, uh, yeah. yeah the, the uh, uh, stress uh, uh, has effects just like uh, estrogen to hmm. erase our uh, good functions and uh, re- reduce hmm. things to the minimum. Uh, uh, Hans Selye tested different doses of, of estrogen mm-hmm. and found that the shock stage of the stress reaction when the, the maximum stress in effect was identical to the effects of a big dose of estrogen. Wow. Wow. Who, what was his name? Hans? Yeah, I've heard that name before. Selye. S-E-L-Y-E. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. Here's one for you. Dr. P recommends B6 for diarrhea. I've had mine for a year. Wow. Just ordered and got B6 50 milligrams. No, no additional ingredients. Can he please tell me how to take it? Uh, oh, uh, it, it's just one of the possible causes, but uh, when uh, a deficiency is the cause, uh, you should see immediate correction of the problem uh, just one or two days uh, with uh, anywhere from uh, maybe 20 to 50 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And pretty quickly it'll, it'll uh, get yeah, there. Yeah, mm. uh, but sometimes... Aspirin is all it takes. Hmm. Well, what are some of the main um, uh, symptoms of, say, low, just in general, B vitamins? You know, like, what would be some of the symptoms somebody might look at and say, maybe I need some B vitamins? Uh, oh, just about everything. everything. <laughs> our, our whole uh, energy and renewal system mm-hmm. involves the B vitamins. Do we need, uh, then, animal protein for B vitamins? Uh, no, no. no uh, plant sources are very good. Okay. Uh, Dr. Pete, there are drugs for asthma uh, that deal with with lox and lococti, lococtis, something like that. L-E-U-K-O-T. You know what I mean. There seems to work well. This makes me think lox is more involved in asthma than cox, C-O-X. Do you know why this could be? Uh, more than what? 
then LOX is more involved in asthma than COX. I, I didn't hear the last word. COX, 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 rather than LOX. Uh, 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 n- n- Not getting that, okay. Uh, no. He says there are drugs for asthma to deal with LOX and locotrinus. Leukotrienes, L-E-U-K-O-T-R-I. Oh, oh, oh leukotriene. Yeah, leukotriene, sorry. That seems to work well. This makes me think that L-O-X is more involved in asthma than C-O-X. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it is, but C-O-X is uh, 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 the uh, enzyme that makes uh, uh, prostaglandins, uh, but uh, the leukotrienes uh, are... Uh, probably uh, the most potent uh, things in asthma. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, re- reducing the, <laughs> the substrate that uh, you make, leukotrienes uh, and uh, 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 prostaglandins from, uh, uh, that's the essential fatty acids. Uh, so uh, keeping your essential fatty acids at a very minimum uh, or a deficient state is really essential to avoiding asthma. Okay. Uh, This is from Constantine. I believe many serious allergies that start in childhood are induced by vaccinations. I believe this is why I've had very serious allergies to milk protein since I was two. If this is the case, do you think it's possible to get over this which is often serious enough to warrant hospitalization. And also, can someone take their dose of NTD once a day with a meal as opposed to synthetic T3, which is better to take spread throughout the day? Uh, what was the first? Uh, NTD. NTD. Uh, Nancy Dog Tom. NTD. I don't know what NTD is. Do you? No, no, I don't okay. know. Okay, so let's talk about the uh, his first part, these uh, serious allergies. He says possibly the vaccinations. Can you get over these? Uh, 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 yeah, the, uh, m- most kids uh, grow out of a milk allergy. And uh, the things that help you grow out of the allergy are uh, keep, keep keeping all inflammation lower. Uh, uh, avoiding irritating foods uh, uh, and uh, keeping your digestive system active by keeping your your thyroid uh, level proper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the thyroid, does it does it make any uh, sense to test um, temperatures other than the morning to see if Mister Thyroid is is functioning well? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, you should check it occasionally at different times of day, and there should be a curve rising after breakfast and peaking in the late afternoon and then falling during the night. So peaking 3, 4, 5, 98.6, and then beginning to fall then again? Uh, yeah, hmm. it's okay to go... To 99 or higher uh, in the afternoon. I see. Uh, Trent says, uh, um, 
Brian Peskin stated that plant-based EFAs would saturate the cells with oxygen, preventing cancer, based on Dr. Warburg's discovery. Can I get Dr. Pete's opinion on this theory? Uh, uh, using what? Um, yeah, based essential fatty acids would saturate the cells uh, with oxygen. Uh, no, no, they're they're exactly what uh, is the main blockage to oh. cell uh, respiration and oxygen use. So he's got that backwards. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's selling uh, the idea of polyunsaturated. Polyunsaturated. Yeah, he has been pescan for years. Why are omega-3 fatty acids so bad with so many studies saying the opposite? Right, it's another uh, oh, email. Uh, the uh, 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 N-6 for about 40 years uh, were absolutely the best thing hmm. according to all the studies except uh, uh, a few of them in which they uh, increased deaths from heart attacks and cancer. <laughs> Except those studies. <laughs> but uh, it took for, 40 years to uh, kill the, the doctrine of the healthful uh, essential fatty acids. Mm. Uh, and as they were disappearing, uh, the Environmental Protection Agency uh, uh, told the fish processing companies to stop polluting uh, the uh, the bay areas and and land uh, 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 gar- garbage dumps hmm. uh, with with all of their fish skin uh, and uh, uh, waste fat uh, and right at that time uh, suddenly uh, uh, with the discovery of n minus six proof of being carcinogenic and heart toxic uh, and uh, the industry having a, a, a problem with the government telling them not to pollute the land with fish oil. They discovered that it was the greatest thing <laughs> they <could> sell <laughs> since the N-6 fats. And wow. So it became an ideal health food. Wow. And when does that start? There was How far back was that? Uh, oh, uh, it, uh, the uh, EPA action, uh, I think, was in the late 70s or mm-hmm. 80s. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Dr. Ray Pete is with us, Patrick Timpone, uh, com. We're live here on the 16th. Uh, please pass on these links to everyone that you care about. Thanks for your ongoing support uh, with uh, looking at some of the products that we promote, and that's how we make our house payment when you make yours. Um, here's a good one. Yogis and fakirs say more CO2 is retained in a warm, dry climate. Is there any truth to this? Hmm. Um, yeah, in the sense that water vapor makes you need to turn over your lung uh, gas exchange uh, faster uh, and uh, so in a, 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 a dry climate there's a, a little difference favoring CO2 in a dry climate there would be a few but, but a high altitude is is by far the best and uh, you hear about the, uh, the yogis uh, going to uh, 
a high mountain to meditate. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. When we cook mushrooms for a long time, they turn to rubber. Our teeth bounce off of them. Any way to prevent this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, grinding the mushrooms. Grinding them? Uh, Yeah, food processor. Oh, so you grind Uh, them up first? Oh, afterwards? Afterwards? uh, 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 My my favorite way to use them is uh, mushroom soup. Uh, If you grind them Hmm. uh, 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 as fine as you can, uh, it makes the texture of the soup uh, 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 creamier uh, and increases the flavor. Oh. Uh, also releases more of the beneficial materials. That's pretty fun. Hello, Dr. Pete. Thanks for coming on Patrick's show. I really enjoy it. From Diane, my skin is turning yellow. Huh. I think my liver is clogged up. I did one liver flush a couple of weeks ago and passed quite a few stones. Oh, that would be, I guess, with the olive oil. And the, I also bought a sauna from Patrick. Well, that helped to detoxify. I have edema in both legs, whoa, from the knees down. They even started weeping liquid. Wow. So she's got a few <laughs> things going on here, yellow and edema. Uh, yeah, having uh, some blood tests is probably important. Uh, uh, what would she be uh, looking for, Doc? Uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 the... the uh, 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 all of, all of the liver enzymes mm-hmm. w- would be uh, very important to check. Uh, TSH, uh, to see how her thyroid is working, uh, checking her body temperature. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, we do, I guess she, she said she had stones coming up from a gallbladder. That would be, I guess, the olive oil. And d- d- does, that, does that work on the the liver as well as the gallbladder? You know, the uh, olive oil you know, thing they do? The No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't? It has a mild anti-inflammatory effect if you do it regularly. Mm-hmm. But the uh, uh, action, uh, uh, the, the medical uh, uh, standard for a long time was to use uh, 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 muscle relaxant uh, like atropine hmm. uh, or, or jimson weed uh, to uh, r- relax the duct out of the gallbladder and then uh, take olive oil to stimulate uh, the contraction uh, of the gallbladder and the combination would uh, let, let the stones pass through. Mm-hmm. So you mean that's when you would drink, uh, some people drink four ounces or something before bed, that thing, that idea? Uh, yeah, or, or at breakfast. Or at breakfast, wow. And uh, there were people over the years that recommended doing a thing called something FOSS um, before you do it to relax. Is that the same thing? Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, what, what was the something FOSS, P-H-O-S. Um, it was, I think it was the, the ingredients in apples where they want you to drink a whole bunch of apple juice before you did the flush. Uh, oh, uh, sometimes they recommend citrus juice, Yeah, uh, uh, lemon juice. Uh, that's uh, to get it out of your stomach very quickly. Yeah, oh, so you mean, yeah, when you, when you do. But is there something you, what did you say, Doc, you do before the, the gallbladder flush that is good to do to relax the muscles around the gallbladder? Uh, oh, oh, uh, the uh, uh, Jimson weed. Jimson weed. Hmm. Uh, uh, it uh, 
Well, it works like atropine, very similar uh, chemical. Hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, that uh, uh, 50 to 100 years ago was uh, re- recognized as, as very effective and safe. But uh, the uh, atropine, uh, 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 partly because uh, the drug culture used it uh, for entertainment, hmm. uh, it, it lost... Uh, Entertainment. Uh, yeah, it lost a lot of its medical use. So you could actually go online and buy gypsum weed in like a tincture or something? Uh, uh, yeah, just uh, hmm. a piece of leaf uh, the size of your, your uh, thumbnail sometimes was enough. You mean just a, a few days before you did the flush? Uh, uh, no, right at the same time as the uh, uh, olive oil. Wow. Wow. Have you ever done the olive oil thing flushed? Uh, no, no, you never did that. <laughs> um, so, so the, let's go back to this person. So, in her liver being clogged up and it, it, yellow, could that be a liver toxicity? And so, you'd want to look at the liver enzymes you would recommend it to her, right? And see what's going on. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. uh, and uh, uh, if if the liver is uh, actually uh, Get, getting blocked up uh, that requires a, uh, usually uh, something to uh, make your intestine more active and less inflamed uh, and uh, usually a thyroid supplement goes with correcting the uh, liver enzyme excess mm-hmm. oh the question we had on the thyroid he wrote back and said NTD is natural desiccated thyroid natural so let's see what he asked here okay um let me see if i can find it here oh okay also he said can something someone take their dose of natural desiccated thyroid once a day with a meal as opposed to synthetic t3 which is better to take spread throughout the day that was his uh, uh, yeah, the uh, natural uh, thyroid gland produces, when it's digested, uh, both T4 and T3, but it contains none of those uh, as an actual uh, ingredient. They're produced by the, by the digestive enzymes. Uh, uh, so, uh, taking it with food... Uh, uh, there will be a, a gradual release of those things uh, and uh, so it doesn't uh, hit you doesn't hit your liver for example as as evidence that you're poisoned by an excess of something uh, where if you take too much T3 uh, uh, even uh, uh, 10 micrograms at once of uh, pure T3 uh, signals your liver that you're uh, overdosed uh, on uh, that at that moment, hmm. uh, and so your thi- your liver uh, b- begins producing the enzyme uh, to break down the T3. Break uh, and, down. And so if you do that uh, regularly, uh, the liver uh, b- becomes very active in destroying T3. Hmm. Uh, that's why it's important to uh, take little bits of it uh, gradually during the day. 
So you mentioned, you've mentioned Sinoplast, and Jane said that she has some Sinoplast and would like to get your help and idea how to move forward. So Sinoplast, um, we get it from a Mexican pharmacy, right? I think that's the only place you can get it, isn't it, right now? The Mexican pharmacy? Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, a synthetic. Synthetic. Uh, uh, with the balance of T4 to T3 that you uh, get from uh, the natural desiccated uh, thyroid gland. I see. So that's that's why you like it, kind of, because it's a balanced T3, T4, the, uh, what the body wants, right? Uh, uh, yeah, but it's present in the pill, so it, uh, mm. you still don't want to take uh, uh, your whole dose uh, one, once a day. Uh, you should break it up uh, into two or three parts. So that little pill contains how many, uh, they're small, I used to have some, um, uh, yeah, oh, the Plus uh, pill contains uh, uh, 30 uh, micrograms of T3 and uh, 120 of T4. 120 of T4, I'm writing this down, and 30 micro of, of T3. So it's of T3. it's pr- pretty much equivalent to uh, two and a half uh, grains of old-fashioned armor. Wow, 2.5 grains. That's a lot. Well, no, uh, yeah. it'd be 120, that's 180, right, milligrams, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you'd have to figure out what you were taking on the regular and then kind of work backwards, right? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, never take more than uh, uh, maximum uh, would be a, a, a fourth of a, a, a phenol plus. But better, better start with an eighth of a tablet, and then you would just do an eighth when once a day, and then work up a little bit to your temperature uh, was yep, stable. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, one of the hmm. uh, uh, emails that I get, uh, probably two or three every day. <laughs> I bet you uh, do. Is, uh, someone who has been told, uh, maybe by their uh, bodybuilder <laughs> expert, uh, <laughs> to, to take. A, 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 a whole tablet wow. of of uh, Cytomel or Cynoplus, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the uh, the syndrome of intolerance to thyroid hormone. Uh, there's an epidemic of it right now. Uh, so repeat uh, that last part, please. Uh, uh, people uh, telling me that they suffer from uh, a, a syndrome of uh, it, of hypersensitivity or intolerance uh, to thyroid hormone mm. because they've tried the absurdly high doses I see. so many people are recommending. So the body just doesn't take to it, just too much, just too much. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, wow. So why, what, what was the idea behind the bodybuilders? I don't want to give people any ideas. Why, why would they possibly recommend that kind of thing for if looking on the internet, if you uh, <laughs> look up uh, uh, cytomel uh, or, or phenomel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you see all of these bodybuilding uh, people uh, e- either selling it or recommending it. Really? Is that the same as Cena Plus? Uh, not quite so much. Not so much. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah, this is way, way long. Please, why, why don't you try to, Linda, try to shorten this down so I can get through it. I just can't read the whole thing. I'm sorry. 
Um, I always read to take thyroid on an empty stomach so the food doesn't bind to the thyroid enzymes and lose potency. Is that true, Dr. Pete? They writing? They're asking you? Yeah, it's true that pharmacists and doctors have been saying that now for uh, more than 50 years. Uh, but it's true that uh, food uh, slows the absorption, but that's exactly what you want. That's what you want. Uh, you, you want gradual absorption because that's most like uh, the action of your body. Uh, oh, sure. Secreting a little bit every hour. Uh, but uh, doctors and pharmacists are thinking in terms of, of wanting to get, for example, a, a blood pressure drug or, or painkiller drug mm -hmm. uh, fully working mm -hmm. uh, as fast as possible. Uh, and that's uh, the only basis for uh, the taking it on an empty stomach in the morning. I see. Uh, it's mm. completely unphysiological for <laughs> a hormone. Unphysiological. That's great. Uh, this is an interesting. Karen writes in, she's in Los Angeles. Ah, Los Angeles. With all this talk about abortion and anti-abortion and pro-life and pro-choice, does Dr. Pete have an opinion of what soul comes into the body? Well, that's a great question. I like that one. Uh, uh, the uh, soul uh, in the Aristotelian tradition yes, sir. Is, is the form creator. Uh, so so the, the soul uh, is necessarily uh, present uh, in, uh, as the ovum uh, starts turning into an organism. Hmm. It, 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 the Aristotelian concept is that this soul is 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 there creating the process? So do you do you kind of go along with that one? Uh, yeah, best you can tell. As far as I can tell. But, yeah. So you know they talk about life. It's very interesting. I mean, the sperm has life, right? And then the ovum has life. And so I mean, from a spiritual perspective, it it never really started. It always was, kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of always was, right? <laughs> Uh, uh, but the the purpose uh, uh, is uh, uh, incomplete when you're only half of it, uh, the sperm or the egg. And so the, the, the completion uh, uh, the concept is that the, uh, the combination uh, uh, creates uh, the individual. Oh, the combination would, maybe there's something then magical happens then when they get together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. A couple more, then we'll let you go to go to work. Um, uh, where is it here? I lost the. Oh no, I didn't. I got it. Get so behind on these. After my second um, COVID jab, wow. I developed insomnia, muscle spasms, inflammation. The symptoms become even worse during stress and before my period. Uh, could this be an autoimmune condition connected with histamine or estrogen? Any 
um, uh, remedies that I could do to help me get through this. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the inflammatory uh, processes uh, are uh, tr- triggered purposely uh, by, by the vaccine, uh, and they overlap uh, with the uh, uh, pro- the problem, whatever uh, inflammatory problem you might have been having, hmm. is going to get worse when it's activated, uh, and uh, the, the beneficial. Uh, effects of uh, aspirin and progesterone and vitamin D, hmm. uh, all of the anti-inflammatory things uh, are going to be more important following the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So the aspirin really, you're such a, um, um, you know, you mentioned so often, Dr. Pete, on these shows over these years. Um, so aspirin, is it more than a symptomatic thing like getting rid of a headache? It is really anti-inflammatory? Uh, oh, yeah, it gets right in at the basis of uh, correcting with probably 10 or 20 known mechanisms that are uh, I- interrupting uh, stress-induced processes of inflammation. Interesting. And is there a, a downside of, of somebody wanting to take it every day? I mean, is that okay? Uh, uh, eventually, it uh, could cause uh, uh, a vitamin K deficiency. Uh, so uh, if you're going to be on a, uh, taking big doses for a long time, uh, you should uh, eat aged cheeses, hmm. uh, 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 some liver, uh, uh, cooked cooked uh, kale and, and broccoli and so on. Yeah, all the good stuff. So when you say big doses, is, is big doses more than just two... 300 milligram bears? Uh, 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 no, that that's a, a pretty good, good dose. dose. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for uh, cancer and uh, arthritis, uh, people often take much bigger doses. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you just do, if people wanted to do it, just the old bear aspirin, or does it have a stuff in there you don't want? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you, you can get a, a pure USP aspirin. Uh, for uh, fifteen or twenty dollars a pound, a pound, in, uh, pure crystalline form, mm-hmm. and then you could figure out how many milligrams that is and just take it, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, like an eighth of a teaspoon or so. Hmm. And and then getting this, it, it it helps the body. It could help the body, if I understand you, what you're saying, Doctor Pete. Could help the body to heal a lot of different things if the inflammation goes down, right? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, uh, a lot of our, our uh, excess inflammation comes from eating the polyunsaturated oh, fat. Oh, the, the old poofers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one year ago, writes Martin, I developed Pyrone's disease. Is there a way uh, with diet or protocol uh, to reduce it? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, vitamin K. Vitamin K. Uh, or, or vitamin E, uh, I mean. Okay. Uh, 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 and uh, uh, anti-estrogens, uh, progesterone and, and thyroid and vitamin A. Hmm. But uh, vitamin E in particular uh, helps the aspirin uh, and uh, progesterone to uh, re- reduce the fiber formation. Hmm. Roger writes in, the other night, it was actually morning, about 2 or 3 o'clock, 
I had the most incredible, painful cramp in my left um, calf, and I, it was terrible, and it took a long time for it to go away, and now two days later, it still hurts. What could be the underlying cause, Dr. Pete, of why this happened and how I can prevent it again? It was very painful. Wow. What is that? Uh, uh, a lot of things uh, can can start it, but uh, uh, the first aid is is usually uh, uh, getting your uh, sodium, magnesium, calcium, uh, 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 potassium in balance, hmm. uh, and uh, a spoonful of baking soda in about half a glass of water is a way to. Uh, calm things by by a quick uh, oh right there at the d- during the time just boom yeah uh, uh, yeah and on the other thing is we got the sodium potassium calcium that whole thing how do we get that in balance so there's how do, how does that work talk to us a little bit about that uh, uh, eating too much uh, uh, meat for example mm-hmm. with high phosphate content uh-huh. uh, that increases the parathyroid hormone uh, and uh, uh, creates a a, a, a loss of uh, energy at at all levels. The parathyroid hormone uh, blocks mitochondrial function and that lowers cell energy and cell energy is what uh, keeps the internal uh, uh, electrolyte balance. Mm -hmm. Does chicken have that high phosphorus as well as beef? Uh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, they does. Mm-hmm. Fish? No. Not fish. Uh, yep. Yep. Fish too. Mm-hmm. So just overall, too much protein could could that could be a cause of that for this uh, fellow? Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Finally, little personal thing I just wanted to ask you about, but I think people will find it interesting. I saw a, a graph the other day on the news. You know how they're kind of really promoting the idea of nuclear war, you know, Russia and all of that. So they had this graph, this big graph, and it was all the 10 largest nuclear explosions that we've had in, in, the, in our country, in the world, or what, I think in the world. So I look on this graph, and I, and I see, whoa, in 1952, it says a 100 kiloton nuclear explosion was on Johnston Island in 1952. And I sparked my interest because, Dr. Pete, I was on Johnston Island 15 years later for a year and a half on Armed Forces Radio in the South Pacific. So how is it possible that I was on a place that a nuclear explosion 15 years ago, if this nuclear radiation lasts for 100 years or whatever they say, and I've never had any effects from it? Uh, the worst e- effects uh, are uh, during the first uh, year uh, after the explosion, uh, 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 and the, uh, uh, the longer live uh, isotopes uh, uh, produce less harmful radiation. So this whole idea that the Earth will be damaged for the hundred years is something. If God forbid, if they ever did some nukes. It's not true. Uh, oh, well, uh, when you explode a lot of them... I guess uh, you can explode a lot of them, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, most of the 
uh, radiation, uh, long-lasting uh, contamination uh, from that explosion uh, is elsewhere uh, around the northern hemisphere. Oh, it spread around. Uh, yeah. It just didn't uh, stay on the island. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so if you uh, just, no matter where you explode them, uh, it's going to add to the uh, long-lasting background uh, radiation. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, if you extrapolate to uh, a thousand bombs going off uh, in uh, dirty situations. I see. Stirring up lots of smoke and dust. Uh, that's where you're risking exterminating life. I see. So in the old, or in the, the proverbial conventional nuclear war when everybody's bombing everybody, that could really be a problem. Longer. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> e- even uh, e- insects would uh, uh, risk being being extincted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Well, Doctor Ray Pete, it's always an honor to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. And um, your your website is raypete.com, right? Raypete.com. Raypete.com and Ray Pete's newsletter at gmail.com Ray Pete's newsletter gmail.com you have about uh, what four times a year now that you put that up people want to join up okay thanks you take care of yourself sir thank you for your time appreciate it All right, it's an honor a good guy huh that's a real deal Hmm. nice to talk to somebody that actually kind of sort of knows what they're talking about Hmm. more than kind of sort of So that's why I didn't get fried on Johnson Island uh, 50 years ago, because it just... Yeah, I saw that chart. It was crazy. In 1952, 100 kilo, thousand, I don't know what it was. Big one. 15 years later, I say, Patrick, you want to go there and play records on Johnson? Oh, sure. I'll do that. No problem. But I, you know, I never felt anything out there. I just... Somebody says, soul enters the fetus at the fourth or fifth month when quickening is felt. That's the sign soul entering. Yeah, maybe. I don't know where you got that, but... Could be. A lot of, a lot of viewpoints on this. I think soul goes back and forth as well. Yeah, you know, the whole abortion thing, it's such a personal and you know, unique and, you know, it's just above my pay grade to get involved in that at all. You know, people need to do what they're going to do and between you and God and the soul that's around and work that one out yourself. I don't have a dog in that fight. You know what I mean? No, no. I know a wild old gypsy guy years ago and he could see auras. He really could see them. And he told me that uh, and he knew he would work with some pregnant people and he could see um, he could see the little aura of the soul sometimes and other times not. 
and his conjecture was that uh, soul is always uh, going back and forth into the other realities, just like we do today. And when we go to sleep, when our body goes to sleep, we leave the body and we dream. That's what's going on, folks. We don't, it's not the mind spitting out Jungian, Freudian. These are real experiences in the other realities, and we call them dreams. And it's no different than this dream here, is it? Same thing. This is a dream, that's a dream, it's all a dream. So it's a good thing to learn how to remember your dreams, because you can learn a lot. All right, kids, I will see you tomorrow. Adam Bergstrom is going to be here. Adam uh, told us that um, the California Mussolini people told him that they were going to turn off his electricity Wednesday when he was scheduled to be on the show. So I said, okay, you just come on the show now, Tuesday. There's always a way. Quick reminder, we have a 20% uh, discount on Elk Velvet that I'm going to be ordering right now while the sale is on. It's called Strong20 is the promo code with Sir Thrival. Elk Velvet, wonderful source of collagen, all kinds of growth factors. It keeps you young and snappy for a long time. Help. Hell helps. So I love you. Thank you for your support. You're doing great. No matter what anybody says, don't listen to anybody if they tell you you're not doing great because you are because only silly humans judge you and me, not God. So I love you. Thank you. Uh, May the blessings be. See you tomorrow. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.